0: Hello, hello, hello. This is Misty Magdalena Grace with the new and improved version of Healthy and Wealthy and Wise, where we talk about spirituality, psychedelics, plant medicine, microdosing, and really that journey within to finding your best innate wisdom, to your best health, your best wealth through all sorts of inner child healing, trauma release, grief recovery. Uh, overcoming addictions, and working with the mind, the body, and spirit. So go ahead, leave a review, subscribe, download. We look forward to your feedback. Thanks for tuning in today. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. This is a special episode, as they all are lately, it seems. Um, I'm Misty Magdalena Grace, as you heard. I'm the host of the Healthy and Wealthy and Wise Show, which has been going for over three and a half years now. We are a show that talks about everything in the spirituality realm, as well as plant medicines, shamanism, inner child healing. And, And today we're talking about a very specific topic. That my partner, Emmanuel, who's here today, and my husband, um, we have been really talking a lot about and working with spiritual teachers and working through our own ascension process. And it's been really intense. It's been really challenging. And I've interviewed other people like Franco Romero. Um, he was one of my teachers at the beginning, way, way back. At the beginning of 2021, I started working with him and understanding what was going on. Not outside in the world so much as it was inside of me. And now there's more and more people waking up. Uh, we call it remembering who you truly are, waking up to your truth, and why is this happening? What is this 5D ascension process all about? Um, well, my husband happens to be um, a channel, a medium. I'm going to let him explain more about what that is, uh, what that means, and he's been getting some really, really amazing downloads and some information that I know when I heard it, I was like, "Dun dun dun!" It like made made so much sense. Why we've been going through so much uh, challenges as a as a world, as a planet. You know, we have a war going on. We have economic strife and inflation. We have all sorts of intense um, things coming up with the election in the U.S. and there's just a lot of uncertainty. A lot of people have been experiencing health issues, financial issues, relationship issues. <laughs> And here at Healthy and Wealthy and Wise, we like to be at the forefront of sharing information and and really not, we're not at the forefront of this topic. We've talked about it many times with special guests, but today for the first time, I wanna talk to my husband and have him share what he has shared with me privately, um, something that I think will will potentially change your life. I don't know, maybe. Um, And this is part one of two of what you want to know um, through his revelations, our revelations that we've also seen in our client base. This is not just something that we've we've come up with on our own. We're actually seeing it in our careers and helping our clients. And then how to best prepare, how to support your mind, your body, your spirit through this. And, and why should you care? So Emmanuel, maybe it'd be helpful if you first talk a little bit more about you. What is this channeling gift that you have and, and maybe how it came to be for for, you know, maybe there's people that have never listened to us before and heard your story before.
1: Awesome. Thanks, Magdalena. Um, so the channeling is a very, very, very interesting uh, gift, if you want to call it that. Uh, it's something that um, came to me um, at the end of the year 2021 and even most strongly uh, during the year 2022. Uh, And it was a result of me going inside myself and asking myself, what is my true nature? What is my true purpose here uh, in this lifetime? So there are many definitions of what channeling is. Uh, My personal experience, and I think it's the best, usually the best way to describe it, is from what I've experienced myself, not necessarily what I've heard people say or read in a book. Uh, it's it's a connection with um, the divine self within you. That's my definition of channeling and receiving messages like clear communications could be a conversation, could be um, visual, you know, where you find your awareness no longer being part of this realm here, that common realm that we're part of, the regular world, if you want to call that. And your consciousness pretty much goes into a different uh dimension a different realm different vibration uh, different words to qualify that but the truth is you're no longer just here your awareness at least your conscious mind is not just here it's also now aware of other um of another dimension and usually with uh, within that dimension there are entities uh most of them uh i do believe at least the ones i work with you know are unconditionally loving which means they are entity uh, of very benign, benign intentions uh, working very closely with the divine I do believe that there is a divine force that holds everything and also has kind of uh, uh, I will call them they to keep it neutral <laughs> they have uh, other like subversions of themselves uh, working, in concert with source uh to help us human beings here truly understand the the nature of our existence and really what's in store for us what's the big plan what's where are we going you know why are we here the big question well they are there to help us answer that question i do believe that we are not left without you know any kind of guidance and i'm not even talking about religious guidance here i'm talking about talking directly to the source (laughs) through a personal experience, uh, something of that nature. That's my definition of channeling. Uh, so I started channeling, um, as I said, late 2021 and early uh, 2022, become even stronger. Um, and I received messages from that, uh, in that manner, from I call them um, deities, if you want to use that word, or they're just divine entities, as I said. And it could be of different tradition have realized that many of them actually share c- common, uh, what we call over soul. It's like there's a common thread and they can manifest in different forms at different times in history, in, in different cultural setting, um, but they are the same. Uh, at least they are, they are individual ones. They, they have some kind of differentiations between them, uh, but many of them share the same over soul. Uh, so some of those, um, oversouls have manifested here on earth and, be, and they've become what we call the sanded masters. The example, the very common will be Jesus, uh, will be Lord Krishna, could be uh, Buddha, uh, could be Mohammed, uh, could be uh, Mother Mary, Jesus' mother, could be Mary Magdalene, um, who was, I believe, Jesus's uh, companion and spouse, uh, and others from different tradition Uh, have saints, which I believe are just um, um, divine consciousness deciding to take a human form to teach something to humanity at a time that's critical for them, uh, for humanity to receive that teaching. So these are the people I work with. And I had a very interesting encounter with one of them (laughs) that uh, actually caused me to die. That's how powerful the encounter was. And that was in late 2021. Um, so I was going through my process of, of of opening myself up to my spiritual gifts, to the understanding of my own uh, purpose here. Um, and uh, I was approached by a divine entity one weekend. It all happened over a weekend. And it was a female deity, very kind, very loving. Um, and I didn't know who she was. I just had, I had the presence. I even heard the voice and I was like, okay, who's here? I was in my home when that happened. Um, and I had already thankfully started being coached by somebody who knew that things like that were, were happening to me. So they gave me a little bit of a, a playbook, if you want, to deal with situations like that. So I started asking that entity who, who she was. Um, and I didn't hear directly a response. So, what I, the guidance that I was given was um, to, to list, to go through a particular um, website that has a list of deities of kind, <laughs> conditionally loving deities, and just ask if it is this one, this one, this one, or this one. I think it was number two or three because the name starts with the letter A. So, it was one of the top ones. Her name was Ashira. And I had never heard of Ashira before. Uh, though I'm from the Judeo-Christian uh, tradition, she is, very, she is a biblical figure from uh, ancient uh, Israel, like very, very beginning of the nation of Israel, uh, actually was more commonly known, I do believe, possibly in Egyptian traditions, as well as the uh, c- uh, canon. If you remember in the Bible, they talk about canon. It's like this land that was there before Israel, Israel was created, the nation of Israel was created, and she was their goddess um and they recognized her as the mother goddess or the just nature goddess the one who created us all that's how they refer to her so she approached me uh, and i and i identified "Is it you and she said yes and then i remember that weekend i had a very i'm not gonna go into the ritual that i did with magdalena at the beach to kind of confirm kind of that it was her but it was beautiful uh, everything we experienced was like so aligned with the guidance that I had to receive. And then that Sunday, we went to the beach, I think it was a Saturday or Sunday. And then that Sunday, I went to sleep, and I died in my sleep. Um, <clears throat> what happened to me, when I, I do believe I, I, you know, my body stopped breathing, um, and you know, my life force was pretty much getting out of me. Uh, it was at night. There was nothing real that would have um, predicted some such a thing. I went to bed normally, like Elena was sleeping right next to me. And, but I know I died because I found myself <clears throat> on the other side, um, you know, wherever you go when you die. And um, <clears throat> I get there. Three, was it says, there, there's a lot of light. There's a lot of love, like an unfathomable amount of love uh, and support. And I'm like, what is this place? And then, sh- and boom. Uh, now I have a full visual of the Shira, the goddess who had visited me a couple of days before, uh, standing right there uh, and saying, well, this is the afterlife. Uh, you're welcome to stay uh, and then enjoy <laughs> whatever the afterlife has to offer, which is eternal bliss and you know things of that nature. Uh, or if you want to do more on planet Earth, you're free. I'll let you go back. I, I'm not going to, I'll give you a chance to go back and continue to experience more of human life. Um, and it's that moment that I realized that, oh crap, actually I'm dead. Um, so I'm like, okay. I, I had a, a very short moment of reflection within myself. And I was like, oh, I wanna go back. I wanna be with my family. I have a wife, I have kids. And we did whatever this transformation that I've started, I don't think I'm really deep into it. I'm glad I got offered a, a path to heaven. That's pretty, most people will be like, yeah, my life is complete. I'm in heaven. I might as well stay there. Uh, but for me, there was a part of me that was like, but it's not complete. I have, I have more service to offer. I have more healing to do with myself and others. So there was a call to service. that, And also my, my love and um, uh, allegiance to my family, my, my spouse and my children, uh, that made me choose to go back. And I said, please, I want to go back. Can you... Let me go back. And she said, sure, you can go back. You know, we'll we'll continue our relationship from that standpoint. And I see myself, like, dropping out of wherever heaven is into my physical body and then having the biggest gasp of hair because I was starting to breathe again because I had stopped breathing. I don't know for how long. And I realized what had just happened to me. And like, was still sleeping. Thank God she didn't witness any of that. But I looked at her and I, I, I consider for a moment what has just happened. I'm like, good goddess, <laughs> good, instead of good God, good goddess, what just happened to me? Um, and that was the beginning, one really big step for me to really understand the big, starting to understand the big picture of what was going on. So there were two amazing phenomena that happened. First of all, the big guy who introduced me to heaven was not a guy. He was a woman. He was a female. He was a goddess, not a god. And second, yes, there is an afterlife that is filled with bliss and all the things that we've been told through folklore and uh, magical stories as well as some of the spiritual uh, teaching. Yes, there is an afterlife of uh, eternal bliss. I had experienced it for the shortest time, but for me it was no longer a hypothesis. It was a reality. So I stopped there. Uh, and maybe give Magdalena a chance to interject and maybe talk more about the difference between 3D and 5D if that's the right time.
0: Yeah, perfect, absolutely. Yeah, that's what I was gonna, thank you so much. And I just wanna acknowledge, I know we have people watching. So if you, uh, someone just hit the like button. So uh, if you wanna share, you don't have to, if you wanna stay anonymous, we do invite people on our lives, especially to comment below, um, hashtag live. And of course, if you're watching this on the replay, hashtag replay. We do like to honor people with questions, if you feel called and you want to ask questions during this live show, we will potentially answer them. Um, and if you're just joining us, we're talking about the 5D transition and the revelations that we've experienced as a couple. And then of course, what we've seen with our clients and, and going, this is part one of uh, two part episodes, and then we also have a webinar coming up in March because we feel like the time is now um, to talk about this at a deeper level. We've been working through it ourselves as we were waking up to our truth. My husband waking up and realizing his gifts, um, me waking up and realizing gifts. And we do a lot with shadow work because the more um, the light comes in through this age of Aquarius transition. And by the end of the year, we will be fully in the age of Aquarius coming out of the Piscean age to kind of, you know, segue after what you said about you know, most of the world has known patriarchy, and most of the world has known quote unquote a motherless world. As uh, you know, from the uh, spiritual, is is they focus more on the he or the god, right? And so, part of this awakening process into the age of Aquarius, and the five D is saying, hey guys. There's a hell of a lot more to the story than you've ever been told and believed. And so we're, we're breaking that down now, talking about this three-dimensional construct and plane that we've been, uh, for lack of a better word, I'm just gonna say it, um, a little controversial, but we've been lied to um, about the truth of our abilities. We believe, my husband and I, and we teach this to our clients, that we are both fully human and fully divine. We all have psychic gifts and abilities and powers that, you know, we're not saying we're, we're ascended masters per se, but you do have the ability to essentially become one if you are ready and willing and able and do the proper shadow work and the proper healing to ascend to that fifth dimension realm. And so 3D is what we're used to seeing, you know, paying your bills on time, having a job, having this security, having you know, more of a, of a of an ego mind, whereas like ascending to the 5D and the new earth, if you want to call it that, some people just call it simply the age of Aquarius. You're, you're leaving all of that suffering behind. You know, 3D is more about suffering. Um, it is more about the trauma. It is more about the war. It is more about politics. <laughs> it is more about money and financial systems and institutions, whereas the 5D is more about ascending to those other dimensions that my husband is talking about, being able to connect from the heart, as opposed to the ego and the head and the quote unquote, analytical mind. And the only way out to that is through, you know, so through your trauma healing, through your shadow work, um, forgiveness, compassion, Love, one of the goddesses that we've worked with is right behind me here, Am I pointing in the right direction, Kuan um, ah, Yin. <laughs> um, the goddess of compassion, uh, all of these deities that he's talking about, actually is the divine mother coming back and saying, hey, guys, um, you are both feminine and masculine. You've been created that way. We all have feminine and masculine brains. The patriarchy in this 3D realm, though, has been overly... Masculine dominant now for about four thousand years, give or take. Um, again, we're not astrologers; um, we're we're merely channels of information that we've received. Specifically, my husband, because his gift is wow. is um, shamanic in nature, meaning he he can tap into other dimensions just by closing his eyes. Um, and not today, but maybe on the next you know podcast, you can channel and and maybe we can we can talk to one of those deities. well will oh, yeah. not if not on this podcast, we'll do it on the webinar. Yes. Um, so you're going to want to sign up for that and, and get some, some live coaching and some live understanding of what that looks like in real time. But that's the difference between the 3D. The 3D is about the money and the, the tangible, whereas the 5D is about love, ascension, and you don't just get there just by sitting around <laughs> waiting for it to happen, either. So, Manuel, I don't know if I've maybe teed up yeah. a little bit more for you to to shed some light on on what you've seen and what you've heard um, through your channeling
1: abilities. So, thanks, my and this is a perfect uh, segue. So the um, so my channeling in the past, I would say five days or so, I've received some amazing. Um, Affirmation and revelations, if you want to call it that, and this is very interesting. All those revelation affirmation came out of shadow work that I've been doing intensively, like going back into very traumatic aspects of my life, and because I was finally able to um, go deeper into my own healing of my own trauma, so I could liberate or free more energy to receive bigger, you know, more dramatic light. The process did what it was meant to do i was able to become more spacious more light came in. with that light coming more information was exchanged with me so i'm gonna go back again to the importance of the goddess there is both a divine masculine and a divine feminine in all of creation you can't you cannot split them they are always there but there are times where one is more dominant than the other and we the 3d experience that our world has exper- has had in recent, Um, millenniums was more masculine dominated with a lot of the feminine energy being repressed. I do believe that the fact that it was a goddess divine feminine who made contact with me was important because it's the time of that transition where the divine feminine energy is going to become so much more uh, present. It's actually going to be at the same equal footing as the divine masculine, but because there's been such a legacy of putting her behind, she's gonna to have to be leading to get us into this age of requires. So the 5D world we're going into is a fi- is a world where a lot of the feminine divine en- divine feminine energy are gonna be the most crucial for us to ascend. And it's precisely through that process of embracing the divine feminine qualities and attributes, so things like. Love, compassion, forgiveness, innovation, uh, creativity, uh, care—you know the softer things. Intuition, you know those softer. Sometimes um, you know people call them these are like girly stuff, right? Well, precisely, we're gonna have to get a lot of girly stuff into ourselves, both men and women, to be able to ascend because it's those attributes that are gonna help us elevate our vibration. When we were in this world of 3D, it's almost as if we were incredibly dense. Like everything is made out of light. By the way, this is physics. If people don't believe me, go to, go and search it. You'll understand that it's light everywhere. And light is energy and energy is matter. Albert Einstein, equivalent, demonstrated that. So matter is just energy condensed. It's condensed energy, condensed light creates matter, which is the world that we are experiencing. It's a very material, very solid, because we are at a low vibration. Uh, You could also say
0: our bodies are essentially 3D too. I want to just clarify. Because what we're talking about, guys, is is, is, when I first heard it, I was like, Mm -hmm. what, what? I didn't understand um, the way back three years ago. Uh, So I just wanted to add in all the other examples that maybe could be more tangible for those of us who aren't into physics.
1: Yes, our bodies, physical body, anything that's material is 3D. That's what we call 3D. It's the material, heavy density energy spectrum. And there are other energy spectrums that have infinite energy level. That's how you go to the divine, infinite energy level. Something we cannot even begin to imagine in this form. So as we, we bring in those very powerful divine feminine qualities, they have this great benefit of raising our vibration, it means that um, there are parts of us that do that do exist at uh, in realms that are not material. Think about your thoughts. Have you been able to weight your thoughts? Right? No, your thoughts have no weight. They're energy. They're electricity or light moving around. It's 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 at a different level of vibration. Well, wow. go beyond that. Your emotions, same thing. Go beyond that. You have. Um, uh, astral um, bodies, too. All of these other parts of you that, that begin to touch those other realms that are at a much higher vibration can expand significantly if you nurture those divine feminine qualities. It's a weird thing, but that's how it works. Those divine feminine qualities have a direct implication of raising your vibration. And as you raise your vibration, your consciousness becomes now aware of all these other realms, like wherever I was at the doorsteps of heaven with the goddess Ishira, is something that's accessible to most people if your vibration goes high enough. My vibration was above the material because my body pretty much had died at that point. So my consciousness was operating at a different level of vibration. I was still aware and conscious as 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 an entity, but no longer driven by the laws of my body limitations. So my consciousness continued above and beyond the, the, you know, the boundaries of my physical body. And there are plenty of realms out there that are like that, that are not constrained by the, the, the high density of matter that we experience here. And this is where we're going. I know it may seem scary because you're like, what the heck, where are we going? Well, think about this. Every time you have had these moments of transcendence in your life, Either it was an an, an incredibly powerful emotional moment that you felt something within you that you're like, what is this? It was transcendental. It was beyond words to express it. That's where we are going. It's that realm that is filled, filled with all kinds of treasure, countless treasures that we can only fathom. That's where we are going. And there will be a time where we will still be in this physical body, but also have the ability to have our awareness, touch those other. It doesn't mean everybody's going to have to die to go to 5D. That's not the plan. You can still have a physical body, but your awareness or your consciousness is going to be so heightened. Your vibration is going to be so heightened that now you're going to be able to tap into those realms and have conversations with the ascended masters as if, you know, they're your buddies and you've always been together since the day you were born. And even possibly at some point having conversation with the divine creators themselves. That's the plan for us. That's what we were meant to do. And that's where we're trying to go back to.
0: Yeah, it's what we would call heaven on earth, or the kingdom of heaven lies within, Um, you don't have to do plant medicine, you don't have to die. (laughs) Um, However, some of us, you know, do have ego deaths. And some of us have had to purge a lot of physical stuff from our central nervous system. Our chakras have been blocked since in utero, um, with lower vibrational energies, We, we believe we incarnated on this planet at this time. To be the ancestor to heal the stuff from our ancestors, right? That they couldn't heal because they were all in a patriarchy-dominated society. That was, again, a motherless church. Um, you know, focusing on you know the the masculine, dominant energies of war, killing, control, cool, huh? yeah. power, greed all of that kind of, we call it masculine wound inside of our our circle, inside of our training or teaching with our clients. We all were born with a mom and a dad, whether you knew them or not, you still have their energy you you had their dna their cells their blood um in your body and and most of us have those mother father wounds that we're here now to heal and to cleanse and to purge however energetically maybe physically depending on how you're choosing to heal right now um, because if you don't guess what The light that's coming in from these other dimensions and realms to help us is forcing us through anxiety, Mm -hmm. um, maybe depression, maybe fatigue, full disclosure. past few days, I've been exhausted because the light that is coming in is trying to heal me and to cleanse. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, I've done a lot of other things like uh, yoga, breath work, plant medicine, microdosing, combo frog medicine that actually helps me physically purge the stuck block density that he was talking about earlier. It's got to go somewhere. Um, So if you're not actively pursuing this stuff, it, it, it could be more painful. Um, it, it could be a near-death experience. It could be a dis-ease. Um, all of these things we've seen with clients and friends, unfortunately. And so that's why we're talking about this now more openly to help you understand the importance of healing the mother-father wound, the religion patriarchy wound. I, I call religion patriarchy kind of one and the same because a lot of what the church did was shut down and suppress the woman, right? Shut down and suppress the feminine side of things. I mean, Mary Magdalene, you know, different reports say different things. She hid in a cave uh, for decades um, because they wanted to kill her, right? They wanted to suppress her. The Gnostic gospels were hidden, um, you know, with with many, the gospel of Mary Magdalene, a lot of these women um, uh, stories and witches burned at the stake, it all came about because and I think this is the time for you to tell uh, what you've what you've found out, and what 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 the awakening is 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 about at a different level, um, different than astrology, um, different than a lot of 5D people that I've heard and followed, um, different from the people who are channeling aliens and talking about this is the end of times and the aliens are coming to help us out, right? I I have there's threads in all of that that I still believe and I I still agree with, but I feel like what you're about to share, it might be a bombshell for a fair amount of people out there, might not be, maybe maybe you already are in that vibration. But when my husband shared this with me the other day, I was like, oh, oh, thank goddess! really like as a woman, who's suppressed herself, uh, been a good girl and, you know, looking for the man, the savior outside of me for so long. And so, you know, many lifetimes as well. And as a child, um, being a woman entrepreneur, you know, there's this whole glass ceiling thing, you know, women have been subjected to so much punishment and as have men too. But, but, but when you tell this story, um, yeah. you know, hold on to your horses guys. Cause this just made me feel like, Oh, it all makes sense now, and this ascension makes even more sense because I can actually get behind it even more now based on what you're channeling.
1: Okay. So what's the great news? What's the, the, the bombshell? Well, guess what? This world that we live in, this universe that we are, and I'm not just talking about the earth. I'm talking about the entire whole wide universe that we know with all the galaxies and all that stuff, was created by the divine feminine exclusively. She did it without the consent of the great creators. The source, it was her contribution to creation.
0: She was a rebel, also. We had a rebel. There.
1: Yes. She was a rebel. She did it without the consent, or at least the the the, the direct unbiased blessings. Maybe underneath there was a blessing from the great creators. But she did it because she felt compelled to do so. She created this world that we live in. This entire universe was created by divine feminine energy. It's her creation. This earth is her realm. She owns it. She created every single molecule, every particle that you can think of that are part of this great universe that science is discovering was created by her. She infused her being, her essence, into this universe. That gives you an idea of how powerful she is. And she is still moving around, you know? So she didn't give everything she has. She gives some of her, and that created this whole wild universe. So we are the children of the divine feminine energy. Now, of course, the divine feminine energy does have some divine masculine too within her because it's all balance. That's how she was created by the source. It had both she had you know a masculine and a feminine, but she was more of a feminine kind of a vibration than the masculine. So we got some of the masculine, right? When she created us. But uh initially we were really supposed to be the poster child of all the beautiful things that a feminine energy can do. Surely enough, even in heaven, there are politics. Because she did what she did without the consent of some of the other more masculine. Essences of the creators. There was a little bit of uh, wow. She's she's a rebel. She's going on and doing things on her own without talking to us. Um, And unfortunately, as she created us, right, us humans and all the other aliens that are roaming the universe, she created all of us without exception. Okay, there is not a single race, alien or human who has not been created by that divine feminine energy. As we were experiencing what life was, it was a new kind of life. It was separate now, a little bit dancer from the divine and the celestial realms who were pristine and untouched and pretty blissful still. And when she created us, the game changed. She created things like polarities, dualities, oppositions at a dancer level. Oppositions exist even in the higher realm. That's why you have male and female. Right, yin and yang. That's normal. There is always Chatter- some kind of opposition, but Chatter- it's in, but it's in balance, right? In those realms, it's all balance. There is no There is no. You know, um, imbalance. Unfortunately, when she created our realm, there was an imbalance that was that uh, that existed, and initially was more on the feminine side. So the ancient ancient civilizations were incredibly f- uh, on the feminine energy, divine feminine side. And when the masculine energies discovered what the the divine feminine had done, they wanted to play with it. I was like, oh, wow, okay, she's doing something uh, different. Let's go check it out and see what we can do. And because we were at such a lower level of vibration than those entities, right, who are much, much, much more evolved than us, we were a little bit more susceptible to a lot of the things of that some of those energies represented, right? And that's where some of the dark and, and shadowy aspects of life began to, to grow. It was because we 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 didn't have yet the balance of the two. So when the, the the when the masculine dominant came in, it put us completely off balance. And we didn't really know um how to. To balance things out, so the masculine energy started polluting our minds because we had minds. Minds only exist close to this crown. When you go to the high celestial, I will accept the mind of God, which I don't even want to try to describe. it. It is beyond any understanding. But the mind that we we understand here in the human form is incredibly influential, and those entities played with that mind to create things like, you know, narcissism and hatred. Uh, And uh, selfishness, some of the more darker emotions, we were, um, if you want victim, but not necessarily victim, we were at a stage of our evolution where it was, we were not really quite prepared yet to handle that. So there was an incredible amount of time that went by when the masculine, darker, um, less pleasant aspects of the divine masculine took over. They took over society and civilization. And that's when all the primitive civilization that were mostly feminine started dying, dying off. And that dying off of those civilizations or those cultures make its way through just about everywhere on earth. Um, and some of the stories in the back, and maybe the next episode will go into some of the precise example because there are so many of them that demonstrate precisely that process of suppression of the feminine energy in the spiritual traditions of the world, that we'll talk about in the next. But that's- it,
0: can I give an example, real quick, though, okay. I just so people understand the the story, like the whole Adam and Eve and Lilith story. We're going to talk about that on the next yes. episode. And and some people, I want to de- delineate something, a difference that this is maybe how my brain works. We talk about wounded feminine, wounded masculine. There is a dark feminine and a dark masculine. Those are different. Um, also, so what we're talking about, the density, the wounds that have been inflicted upon us from the church, from the patriarchy, the narcissism, the, the bullying, um, the taking advantage of people, uh, the suffering, those are the, the wounds that the, the Divine Feminine now is coming in to help heal and when you shine a light on a, a, a shadow, right, when you have your flashlight and you see the darkness, you know, sometimes there's there's dirt and there's muck and you got to you got to clean it up. But at first they don't want to be cleaned up. <laughs> there's there's this battle. That's why there's more war. There's mm-hmm. more suffering. There's more anxiety. There's people who are leaning heavily on their addictions and their afflictions because they're fighting against this 3D breakup, if Boy, you will. Exactly. Um, yes. and so. To layman's terms, because it took me uh, at least two years to really understand this and understand, oh, why do I feel like I want to kill people? I mean, why do I feel so angry and I have all this rage? And it was because the light and the feminine that's coming in is trying to bring out yes. those wounds. But then as that happens, then you have war. Yeah. Then you have Republicans and Democrats going yes. like, I'm right you're wrong and getting even more heated. And quite honestly, I'm just going to say it more stupid. Like there's no love and compassion when you're coming from ego and trying to defend the patriarchy and and trying to hold on. (laughs) Right. Either you get with it and you heal yourself and love and compassion, or you might die. You might not ascend. I mean, there's all sorts of possibilities on how this might end for Yep. For those who aren't aren't um, really coming from a place of healing and love and compassion. So I hope that helps and doesn't make more confusion. It's why we talk about shadow work. It's why we talk about the importance of healing and, and forgiveness and forgiving your mother or your father or forgiving that person, whoever, or the IRS for, you know, screwing mm-hmm. you over. Um, you know, all of the things that we have to, these constructs that we have to deal mm-hmm. with in the 3D, they're actually not real. Um, they're just mirrors of our wounds, scarcity, lack, anger, resentment, um, holding grudges, whatever you want to label it, the language doesn't matter. It's all the same shit that is coming up for letting yep. go of. Yep. So I'm going to go back to you, but I just wanted to give a little bit more of those examples of how those different religion wounds and those stories that we'll talk about more in the next time really cause a lot of damage and a lot of suffering. And and we're, we're healing it now. However, you're choosing to heal it. It's, it's happening for you if you're not even actively trying to heal it, but it can cause more pain and suffering. It's got to get worse before it gets better.
1: Absolutely. It does have to get worse before it gets better. And it's unfortunate that it works that way, but that's the only way to free those things from our existence from from yourself because you got it the work starts within you you know we look outside the world and we see a lot of pain and a lot of suffering and we we have empathy of course and we like how can we change that how can we change no you change yourself be the change that you want to see in the world that's the message that I received also in my channeling the instruction was within myself now is the even more, uh, involve passionate presence of the Divine Mother. And it is the Divine Mother, gonna have to get around that, who is helping us go back to the whole heavenly realms connection. It's her, she's working over time. Surely enough, she has allies still. It's not like she's doing it all by herself. She's got allies also in the heavenly realms, They're the archangels and all, all those and other deities are working alongside her. But she's the, she's the main responsible. Divine entity for our realm. We are her responsibility. And her love is unconditional. It's passionate to a level that we're still going to have to understand. It's beyond our understanding. She's not going to give us any one of us because she wants us to go back to the the balanced experience that she knows we're capable of. And that was the reason of our creation in the first place. But as Magdalena says, the only way to it is through it. You have to go through all those shadows, have to be seen and acknowledged, recognized before they can be, you know, let go of. Uh, and it's a painful and it's a sometimes a very uh, difficult and very scary process, but it's the only way. There is no other way. You you. That's how you're going to build those qualities that I was talking about of love, compassion, uh, forgiveness, uh, empathy. They're all going to come from you looking at yourself, finding the shadows that you hold, clearing them. And as you clear them, those qualities are going to build up within you. And as you build up those qualities, all the light is going to start now, flowing much better through you. And before you know it, you're going to be also having all kinds of conversations with divine entities, not knowing where the hell they came from. They were there this entire time. You just weren't ready to hear or see them.
0: Yeah, we were born with amnesia. We forgot all this stuff. And and uh, we, unfortunately, we're, we're so used to all of the rules of the 3D realm. Like, for example, you know, uh, I'll use myself as an example uh, and maybe throw out a couple client examples. And then maybe you can do this too, Emmanuel. I'll invite you in on this is you know I had business failures and because I lost everything, I was homeless and filed bankruptcy, I judged myself accordingly and felt like I was worthless and a piece of crap, right? And so guess what? In the past few months, I have no problem sharing this because shame has been wiped away from my body. I'm not saying that I'm done, done, but um, I would be mortified to admit my bank account has been in the negative almost every week. And I, I realized the divine forced that issue into my life, so that I could not give a shit and not think, oh my God, my bank account is my worth, my bank account is my value. Like I am, I am not enough unless I have a bunch of money in the bank. That was my construct, that the three D realm beat into my head um, because of childhood, but also ancestral trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, so I won't go into all of it because it's way too much to like taken right now, but that was a a limiting belief a not enoughness that I had to face same thing in, in a lot of my clients. I see that a lot of women think, Oh my God, if I don't have a partner, I'm not enough by myself. You know, I even went through that codependency thing because again, we've been brainwashed. If you don't have a partner, if you don't get a job, you don't have a mortgage, all of these 3d things, I'm not worthy or I'm not enough. And I didn't really understand that until I started doing the shadow work and started understanding that that was all the wounded masculine, the patriarchy constructs that are going away. And so Mm -hmm. now after working through all of that, I have so much more natural bliss, so much more joy, so much more self-love and compassion and authenticity. Um, You know that I I don't care about sharing these things now because I'm not hiding anything like before I'd be like wearing all these masks and thinking I needed to be perfect I needed to be a good girl. Um, And honestly, a lot of that has been has been shed and we help our clients do the same coming back to self-love compassion you are enough you are worthy you just got to go inside to hold yourself and forgive yourself and let go of the ego and the constructs and knowing that we are not alone we have so much support from the divine realm and the the wise and healed ancestors they're all here the aliens if you if you believe in that (laughs) Um, they're all here cheering us on saying we got you. Mother Earth has got you. Um, We just got to like, let all of the veils and the constructs start to go away. But that's really, really hard. And, you know, so I I used to microdose for 18 months straight. Now I don't microdose anymore. Um, I used to, you know, sit with a lot of plant medicine. I don't need to do that anymore, because I found that kingdom of heaven within that higher vibration energy within. And now I can recreate that on my own. And that's what we know the 5D is about, is not using all these other tools and things. They can help you for a time to get you where you need to be so that you can have the faith and confidence in yourself. Um, But it requires purging, cleansing, uh, releasing somatically your central nervous system, your chakras, all of that mind, body, spirit work that we've talked a lot about um, to help you get to that place of ascension so that you can have all the light and just feel amazing. So uh, do you want to add to that before we wrap it up?
1: Yeah. I mean, again, as I say through personal experience, like those revelations that I've been talking about, those conversations with the divine and our divine mother, thank goddess, came because I did the hard work on myself. I had some childhood traumas that I were like decades old. And because I finally were in place in my life where I could, I was ready to take the the deep dive into myself to go into those scary places. And I found the help and the assistance of people who know how to do that. Uh, And I had the support, of course, of all my guides and master guides from the divine realms to take me there. And every time I do the right work for me, I see immediately the consequence. Like now I have those revelations about the origin of our existence, who really created us, came to me because somehow... I think I needed to be able to receive it. I had to let go of something inside of me, very likely related to childhood traumas and feelings of abandonment and possibly abuse left and right, to be able to to receive that light, to receive that truth. And that truth liberates. I was able to liberate myself by confronting my own shadow and holding myself. And as I did that, it welcomed, welcomed this, you know, yeah, this river of blessings from the divine say, oh, now you can handle more truth about this. You can hold it and maybe you can start integrating that into your life and possibly helping others.
0: Yeah. I don't know if anybody has any questions before we close out. We wanted to open up the conversation, understanding that everything is perfect. Everything in our life was created by the divine mother. The patriarchy, the masculine came in and was trying to say, well, screw you. <laughs> I'm going to have my cake and eat it too. And I'm going to control you and lord over you. And and there was, there was this whole karmic path that we chose to be alive at this time, to come in and to, to heal ourselves, to love ourselves, and to let go of all that control, power, greed, patriarchal. BS, for lack of a better term, it's just to get to that. You can't just sit there with your head in the sand and just wait for it to be over. Um, You actually got to be loving yourself, healing yourself, however you do that. There's so many beautiful modalities out there, um, but it's all about returning to love. And uh, it does require some, some heavy lifting and some rebalancing of the feminine and masculine. Within we we're still all about the feminine and masculine balance that we all possess, whether you're non-binary, gay, straight, it doesn't matter. We have those energies. Those energies have different um archetypes or landscapes. And you need you need to have both of them. If you're if you're way too feminine, you're just kind of like sitting out there, just like not taking action, right? Or if you're like I was, I was way too masculine, wounded, dominant. I was just go, 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 do, 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 push, push, push. And I was exhausted, right? And so finding that balance of taking action, being humble, kind, all of that, and being able to also be open and receptive, intuitive, creative, not overly logical and analytical all the time, we're coming back into balance with that as a planet. And then the collaboration, you know, when your egos are gone, you're more open to collaborate, not saying that your ego is going to be completely gone. Who really knows? We don't know for sure. But it's more about love and compassion and coming together and not judging one another or saying, I'm right, you're wrong. That's that's not what this new age is is all about so we're, it's going to take some work to to figure out how to work through this but this year next year um some say till 2027 uh we're going to be rewriting the story we get that opportunity you know religion's going to go away there's going to be so much shifting and changing it's it's a it's a really exciting time but it can also be scary and, and that's why we we wanted to openly talk about this today do you want to close with anything else
1: no, I think we um we covered quite a lot. That's why we have a part two. I'm looking forward to giving you even more examples.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. So next time we'll be talking about more of that origin story. Um again, we use Adam and Eve as an example, but there's there's so many different origin stories. Again, this isn't about religious. Um, this is about um, the ascension, the transition, and what we're evolving into as we head into the age of Aquarius. And if you want to um, put this on your calendar right now, we'll close with this on March the 20th, we're going to be sharing um, a webinar with some training of how to go within um, and really do some of the basic steps of shadow work and how to know when, to, when you're triggered, As an example, if you're feeling anxiety or depression or fear or anger, it's usually a sign that that is your your shadow, your subconscious, your unconscious mind, whatever you call it. I prefer calling it shadow now, um, is is trying to get your attention. It's wanting you to heal something. Um, And then once you heal that, then you have more light in you and then you're almost not completely live, like a newborn baby, but you're like a newer version of yourself. You're the, the snake skin is being shed. And now you got to not not like a newborn baby learning how to crawl and walk again. But in some ways, it's similar to that where you're now able to have more gifts, possibly like my husband you're channeling or someone's all of a sudden hearing voices <laughs> or seeing things. Um, that's kind of scary. You know, how how do you protect yourself? How do you Stay grounded and present within yourself, without maybe driving off the road or um, leaving your body. We'll talk about that. My husband's got all sorts of stories. Um, and you know, how do you work through those traumas and navigate it with as much ease and grace as possible, so you don't cause a disease or a health issue, or you don't cause a you know a disaster in your life that maybe is way more painful than it needs to be. Um, So how do you navigate that over the next two to three years? Um, We're gonna be talking about that on that webinar, March 20th at 5 p.m. Pacific time. Um, It is a Wednesday, so Wednesday, March 20th at 5 p.m. Pacific, Um, save the date. And I will be putting that uh, registration link in the show notes so that you guys can can be a part of that. And if you have any other questions, um, you can feel free to even just book a call um, with either one of us. Uh, we have that on um, the website or you can text 612-799-8791 um, and reach out to us to, to book a consultation if any of this resonated with you. If it didn't and you're like, these people are weird, please unsubscribe. I won't be offended. (laughs) We understand um, this is high level stuff. And maybe you've heard it from many different um, camps and and you're curious, and maybe you're a friend, a colleague, an acquaintance. We've talked before, maybe you've been a past client and you want to have a a private conversation about this. um, Feel free to to reach out. So until next time, guys, um, here's to your best health. In this ascension process, here's to your best wealth, whatever that means for you in this ascension process. But most importantly, it's about going within and finding that best wisdom. Um, and that wisdom within is what we're all seeking for now, so that we can um, heal our lives, collaborate better in this new world, and ascend altogether. Mm-hmm. all together. Right. All right. We'll see you next time, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please subscribe, download, leave a five-star rating or review. And also, please refer this to a friend you know who may benefit from this inspirational message. We hope to see you again. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel or join my Facebook community. And if you are looking to manifest your best health, your best wealth, by trusting your best wisdom within, please go to my website, www.microdosingforhealth.com. Again, www.microdosingforhealth.com dot com to quiet your mind, get into your heart, heal your body, and manifest your best health and your best wealth.